big question is this. How do young men like us, who didn't listen to society, who are on our own, how do we grow and improve ourselves so that we can live a better tomorrow? That is the question, and this show will give you the answers. My name is James Radzinski, and welcome to the Ascend Momentum Show. Oh my gosh, guys, today was absolutely the best day. I think today was probably the number one turning point in my entire life. Today was the best, the most progress I've ever made in growth and self-improvement was today. I made more progress today than I have in the past entire summer. And that includes what I was talking about yesterday about how I was going to local businesses to one, expand my comfort zone, but the real reason was to try and sell my product or my um, skills. Man, I will tell you what I did today. So I did my normal stuff, went to the gym, park, study, whatever. Normal routine. Then me and my friend went to, me and my friend Franklin went to Oak Brook, which is a mall. We went to the, our, a mall, which was like maybe 20 minutes away. And the reason why we went there was to ask for girls' numbers. Literally, the, our only purpose there was to expand our comfort zone. And the reason why we went there was because we didn't want to deal with the awkwardness of one, rejection, and two, accept, like actual acceptance if we actually lived near the girl. Because if they went to our school and we saw them around, that would just be awkward and we don't want that on our minds for the rest of the school year or at least this first semester because I'm graduating early. All right, so we went there and let me tell you a quick story to pre-frame you. A couple days ago, maybe a week ago, me and my friend decided to climb trees every day. And then every single day we climbed a harder and harder tree until one day we climbed a tree where we actually couldn't reach the branch. So we had to like climb. It was weird. We had to like shimmy our way up and we both climbed that one. And then there was a tree right next to it that was even higher. The branch was even higher and the, the bark was even tougher. And so, and mind you, we are only wearing underwear and shorts while we're doing this. No shoes or a shirt. So our skin gets really cut up. And so come the next day, we, we, that was the day that we agreed on climbing that tree. And we, I, I went first and I climbed it first try. I just went straight up. It hurt really bad. I'm pretty sure I injured my arms because my left arm still hurts from it. Um, I'm still lifting though. It's it like recovered. It's a weird injury where it gets flamed and then it recovers when it's resting. I don't know, but I did that and then I sat up there for maybe 30 minutes as he attempted, 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 and attempted, and he failed every single time. He was in his own head. He 100% could have done it physically. He could have done it, but he was just in his own head where he was doubting himself, and that was his downfall. So then I get down, and we agree that he's going to do it the next day. So the next day comes by. He goes up. He's halfway through on his first try, and then he looks down, and then the doubt rolls in and he remembers yesterday. And then before you know it, he's like struggling. And I'm like, dude, you have a choice. And then he didn't, he wasn't listening because he was struggling with his like mental battle. And then he just fell down and then he kept trying and trying. But by that point he was already lost the mental battle. So that day he failed again. And I don't think he tried again the third day because it was raining or something. I don't know. Um, I I think we both forgot about the tree. So at this point, we both forgot about the tree situation. And then we go on with our lives. We both forget about the tree. I'm, I, I forget about the tree. I'm pretty sure he does too. Um, because he would have brought it up 
if you remember it. And it, cause it was raining for like three days after that. And neither of us were really doing that. So we both forget about the tree. And then after uh, me seeing all of the growth from going cold, from emailing five people, cold calling five people, going to five businesses in person. And then I wanted the next step of growth. So we decided, I remember that I had read in a book called Four Hour Workweek. Um, he always gives comfort zone challenges at the end of like chapters. And one of the comfort zone challenges that like probably the one that I didn't want to do the entire book was to ask for girls numbers, like cold approach them and just walk up to them and say, at like talk to them and ask for their number. And so I, I never wanted to do that. And then once I was thinking and I was looking for the next step of growth, I realized that it was that I needed to do that. So then I brought it to my friend's attention. And so we agreed to do it on Friday. Now, Friday is in today is what is today? Tuesday. Yeah, today's Tuesday. So we agreed on, I told him this yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. So we agreed on Friday because that was when we were both free. But then I realized like, no, let's do it today. So I brought it, I was thinking about it all morning this morning. And then by the time I saw him at the park, I brought it to his attention and we were both free. Neither of us wanted to do it, but we knew we had to. So we did it. We drove to the the mall and I'll tell you, we were super nervous on the way to the mall. We were, I mean, we were both talking about how this is going to change our lives. We were both talking all this, like we're going to be so good. Like, you know how it is. And, but we both knew, and we actually both said it, that we're both nervous. And then we didn't bring our phones, by the way. So all we had was just our clothes. And then I brought a small little notebook that I write for business and a pen. And that, that is literally all we brought and water, but we kept that in the car. And we walked and we only had one notebook, one pen. So we ended up making a, a structure to it. We would, one person would go try and then uh, they would pass the notebook to the next person. And then we just rotated every time we would go. And, but we didn't come up with that until maybe 45 minutes into the day, maybe an hour. I don't know. We didn't have our time. We didn't have our phones, so we didn't know the time. And so when we got there, I, on the way there, we were both saying like, I want to go first. I want to go first because we both just wanted to get it over with because we both were aware of the framework where your first time doing something is always the hardest. And then the next time it, it cut, like the difficulty cuts in half over in half. And so I, we both wanted to go first, but then I let up first. I was like, okay, you should actually go first. And then he was like, why, why are you giving it up? Are you being, are you being scared? We were, we were using more profane words. We were using the P word um, for the female, but we were using that word, but I'm not going to say it because I don't like having the profanity check on the podcast. So he was like, are you being that? Are you being scared? So I'm just going to, for now on, every time I say scared, just know that I'm saying that other word instead. So he was like, are you being scared? But he was, it was actually like, are you being a scared like that? Yeah, okay. Anyway, he's like, are you being scared? And I was like, no, because I just realized history doesn't, history doesn't, re or history re doesn't repeat, but it rhymes, but it doesn't have to. We get to choose our own destiny. And what I'm saying is that I just remembered the tree and how you failed and you never succeeded. Now, history doesn't repeat, it rhymes, but it does not have to rhyme. You get to choose your own fate. You get to choose your own life. There is no fate. 
And so I said that to him. And then we both realized that he had to go first. And so he had the notebook. I gave it to him. The first opportunity was literally the second we got out of the car. There was a girl. Failed. He failed. Um, but to be honest, the girl was already going into her car. So that fail doesn't really count. Let's not talk about that. Then on the way into the mall, we passed by another girl. Fail. And then into the mall, we're in the mall, we passed by hundreds of girls. Like they're swarming. And that's why we went there actually, because we went to the mall because it's a hot spot for girls shopping. And they're swarming. All fails. We literally fail. So we, I have to go to the bathroom, pee and poop. And so we go in the bathroom and then I go to the bathroom and he decides that he needs to meditate. And so he's meditating in the bathroom. And then we both realize that we can't. We're, I brought up to, the atten- to his attention that that is just so embarrassing that we had to hide in the bathroom. And we're men. We're supposed to be able to do this. And we had to hide in the bathroom. We literally hid in the bathroom because we were so scared to, even though I had to use the bathroom, we just used that as an excuse to hide. And so we went out and failed, failed, failed. So many girls walking by, all failed. We didn't even, we didn't even build up the balls. Now, at this time, we, it was his turn to go first. So we both agreed that he was going to go first, but I was thinking like, man, if he keeps this up, I'm going to go. And at that point I was like, all right, I'm going to go. And so at that point I was actually thinking to myself, I got to do this. So I had two tensions, one, the tension of being scared to do it. And then also the tension of betraying my friend for actually going first. But we both know that it's not a betrayal. I don't know. So I was failing also. Every single time he fails, I fails as well. And then eventually I realized that this is just going on forever. We literally walk all the way across the mall for probably an hour. And then we end up coming back and we decide we go in this one shop, this one store. And we sit down and we're talking about transurfing principles and how we just built up so much excess potential, like so much pressure just from all of this thought energy that we're having, all these thinking that we're about to do it, but we don't actually do it. The desire. We build up so much desire to do it, but there's no action following it. So right now we have a pressure tank full of energy that is just destroying our lives at this point because... We're not acting. We're not taking action. We're just thinking. We're just being, we're asleep basically. Even though we're reminding each other to stay awake, we're both being wusses. And then I came to the conclusion that we just, because at this point we were trying to get people's numbers, like the entire number. And that was our goal. But then I realized that we just built up so much pressure without any action. We're just going to keep doing this unless we lower the difficulty. So I was like, okay, all we have to do is literally just, just talk to someone and that is taking action and it will instantly dissipate and it will instantly get that much easier, but it will still be extremely hard because we haven't actually done it yet. So he goes and talks to someone, literally a mom. And he was like, oh, excuse me, what's your name? And she's like, she like scoffed and then um, said, you don't need to know that. And then they both went on their day. So that was the first rejection on his part he came back to me and then reported the news and we both realized oh he just got rejected and that was the worst case scenario nothing bad happened and then he and then it was my turn so we we would rotate so then I went and I did the same thing and I actually stopped by a girl my age and she was really shy and I could tell and I was really nervous too So, and I actually got a name and a day. I was like, have a good day. And because I wasn't going for the number, I probably could have gotten the number, but I didn't. And it doesn't matter. So I got the name, good day, and then said goodbye. I just, I was just like, oh, I just wanted to say hi. And then 
have a good day. And then we both went on our way. Now I reported the news and we both, okay, so we both took action. That was literally the first step. We didn't take complete action, but that was the first step. We took action. And then it was his turn again. And I'm pretty sure he was literally failing, failing, failing so much. It was really embarrassing. And I can't say that it was embarrassing because I was failing too. But, well, I can't say it was embarrassing, but I'm not putting him down. I'm putting both of us down because it was really embarrassing how bad we were doing. Like, we were just walking around, and then we'd be like, eh, and then we'd just go, yeah, it was bad. And so we just kept at it, and we were like, dude, we have to get it. And then I realized that we need another man in here. And so I literally saw a dude that looked our age, just a little bigger than us in front of us and I like called him I was like yo yo dude yes you and then he came his name's Chris and we Chris actually turned out to be he had the the quality that we are trying to achieve he had the confidence he had the comfort zone he was a he was basically a womanizer he like he had a high body count he was he was he had all the confidence that we were striving to earn so i out of a whim i literally just said yo me and my friend had one mission here and we're both failing we're being we're being scared the other word for it as i remind you from earlier we're we're being scared and and then he was like well what's the mission you're trying to get laid and then we were like pretty much but we're just trying to get numbers just to expand our comfort zone and then he was like, oh, and then he didn't really know what to say, because who says that? And then he was just like, uh, I mean, there's lots of people down there. There's just swarming. And and then we were, I realized that he wasn't going to give us any better advice. So I was like, all right, what's your name? And then we introduced each other. And then I was like, all right, well, have a good day. We're going to do that. Um, no advice. Like, it was just a waste of time, except it wasn't, and I'll tell you why soon. So then we go, and then I don't really remember when the first time we attempted, my friend was just failing, 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 and I was like, dude, if you're just gonna keep doing this, I'll, I'm gonna take the mantle and go for it. And then I went and I kept on getting rejected. Like, at this point, we were both doing it. So at this point, we were basically going back and forth and we both asked for maybe five girls' numbers at this point, each of us. Um, I don't really remember exactly. Maybe, no, I think it was like two or three, actually. And then there was just like lots of different moments, dumb moments, and lots of very dumb things that we did. Like, I literally didn't know how to speak, and my the... Okay, actually, let me go back. Then once we just, we are not having any success, but we are actually expanding our comfort zone. This time we're actually doing it. We're actually asking girls. And then, so then we realize, or then we just keep walking forward, and it was my friend's turn, so he was walking ahead, and he ran into Chris again. So this is like maybe an hour later, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes, doesn't matter. We ran into Chris again, and then he decided to tag along for the rest of the day, which is awesome. And he was just like another man, masculine energy to feed off of and push each other. And then we go back and forth. I literally... So I ended up asking for one right in front of them and they overheard the entire thing because they were right next to it. And then he realized that I had no riz, like I had no flirting abilities. I was literally just saying, hey, what's your name? How's your day going? And then I asked for the number. So he was like, you got to ask some questions, start a conversation. And then the next time I did it, I was like, <laughs> it was really bad. Um, but the funny thing is, after I got rejected the first time in the beginning of the day, I instantly, like, the rejection did not care. It did not matter. I was not into the rejection because I wasn't even going to, I went in with the mindset that I was not even going to use the numbers. 
So then I, I, there was this one moment where there was this group of three girls and I decided to say hi to the first one. And I was like, Hey, what's your name? My name is James. Um, nice to meet you. And then what's your favorite animal? Or no, I was like, how's your day going? And I was like, what's your favorite animal? And then she was like, elephant. And then I was like, I did not know what to say. My brain just turned off. So the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, what about a mouse? <laughs> because for some reason I was thinking of like an elephant and a mouse. I have no idea, bro. And I was just trying to come up with the first connection from an elephant. And then I was like, well, what about a mouse? And she was like, ah, oh, it's okay. And then I, <laughs> at that point, I, I was, that was bad. So I, I had to bail and I was like, uh, can I have your number? And then just to shoot my shot. And then she was like, oh, I actually don't give out my number. And I was like, all right, have a good day. And then I walked away. All her friends were laughing at me. We ended up going down the escalator and they were literally right next to me and they were all laughing but they didn't know I was there. <laughs> they were just laughing about what just happened. doesn't matter. I was like, okay, <laughs> that, that's just improvement. I'm growing. And then, so after that, we keep on going back and forth. And then eventually I'm getting tired. We had a, a lot of success and we actually went in with the goal of getting five numbers. We had zero numbers at this point, but we definitely asked for like 50, maybe 15 girls total, maybe 20. I don't know. We definitely asked a lot. Like we were out there all day and a lot of the day we weren't taking action. So we were out there a lot. And then I was like, all right, we'll do one each and then call it a day. And then my friend was like, no, I have to do two because you're one ahead of me. And so I was like, all right. So then he did two in a row. And then I had to do one and then we walked home and he did his two, both rejections. Doesn't matter though. Cause we were in it for the growth. And then I did my last one, literally the worst thing possible. So she was walking out the door of the shop. And then I was like, Hey, excuse me. Hey. And then she like stopped. We were literally in the middle of the door. She had the door open still like she was holding the door open i was like hey what's your name and she was like she told me her name and then and then i was like how's your day going and then she's like it's good and she still had the door to the shop open at that time and so there was like an alarm connected to the door it must have been and so the alarm went off in the store and it was really loud and then everyone looked at us and then i was like oh that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> and she was like she like looked at me I don't even know what she did but I was like oh that's crazy um can I have your number <laughs> literally the dumbest thing ever and then um she actually gave it to me like and then she was like oh um sure and then I was like funny thing I don't have my phone but I have this notebook can you write it down in the notebook um, and then she was like very confused because everyone has their phone. And so I was like, yeah. And she wanted to give me her snap too, but it was, I don't have Snapchat. So I was like, I actually don't have snap. So she didn't give me her snap, so, but I got her number and that was awesome. Now, let me tell you this, this is when it gets like crazy. So that was it for the day. We were walking back to the car with Chris and then we split off with Chris because he had to go to his car. We, I got his number because we had never knew him and we wanted to talk to him. And so I got his number and then me and my friend go back to the car and we were talking about how that was literally awesome. Like our comfort zone expanded so much, all that. And then it wasn't until we got in the car where let me tell you this I did not care about the number I was like oh that's awesome I got I expanded my cover zone and I actually got a number so that's cool nice trophy to have and I what I had no intention on texting or calling that number afterwards any number and then when we got in the car we were talking and I read the way of the superior man so did he my friend and 
he probably knew it because he had a girlfriend, but I never, like, really experienced any of the stuff that he talks about. And then, so, literally, once we got in the car, I, I started getting so horny. Like, the most horny I've ever been in my life. I got a boner. Like, it was actually crazy. It was, like, the most crazy experience ever. I wanted to... Okay, there's... I'm not going to say all this stuff <laughs> on this podcast, but there was things running through my mind well let's just end with that and so then i had so much energy after that and i remembered my friend reminded me to wake up run my fountains which is like my energy source and then project all of that energy from that girl into my goals so i projected all that energy literally into surfing and I literally felt enlightened after that. I was so, like, that was, dope. that car ride home was the craziest experience ever. And I, like, started to feel attraction towards that girl a lot. Like, I was, at first, like, when I first saw her, I was like, oh, she's cute, whatever. Just because she was wearing, like, the crop top clothes, like, those clothes and I, I find any girl that wears that who's like skinny cute and hot and then so I was like okay I didn't really have any attraction towards her and then once I got in the car I started getting so horny so attracted to her and then um I projected all of that energy through me into my goals and felt enlightened after that so then we're like okay we came to the conclusion there are so many epiphanies that came to us, but let me tell you this. There was... Okay, I'm going to tell you guys about balanced forces, but first, let me write down literally everything I just told you guys so I can write it in the, in the lesson notes. Okay, excess potential. That's what I'm about to talk about right now. So in reality transurfing, there's a term called excess potential. And pretty much everyone creates excess potential. And it happens when you compare yourself to people, when you uh, think bad of others. Just when, a lot of times when you build value that is not actually there or take away value when it actually has more like pretty much if you think that a girl is really hot and you put her on a pedestal that is creating excess potential because in reality her energy all ener all girl all men and women all humans are equal on an energetic level we are all the same it's us that places excess meaning and um, value onto certain people. So if you put a girl on a pedestal, that will create a lot of excess potential for you. And there are many things that will happen. So first of all, the excess potential will create balanced forces. It will generate balanced forces, which work to balance forces, aim to reduce the person's influence on the world. So. If I were to create excess potential, the balancing forces that were generated from that excess potential, there, the balancing forces aim is to reduce my influence on the world. That's how they restore the balance. Because when you put, when you create excess potential, you destroy the balance. And the world is always trying to maintain balance, like keep the equilibrium. And when you create excess potential, the balancing forces, the, the easiest way, like nature always takes the, the path of least resistance and the easiest way is just to reduce that person's influence on the world. So think about this. If you create a lot of excess potential and, and as a result, you the balancing forces cause you to have less influence in the world. So you have a lot of excess potential, so you have very little influence in the world. Do you think you're going to achieve your goals? 
I don't think so. It's just going to be it. You're going to stay in the same place everywhere, all the time. And we came to the conclusion that everyone in the world, like all normal people, are like that. That's just normal society. Or at least everyone in America, because that's the only country that I can speak for because I live here. Um, so all normal people create excess potential. And this is about to get crazy. And so everyone is stuck in the same spot. And that's why everyone's working nine to five. No one is rich. No one achieves, achieves their goal. Now, how does everyone create those excess potential? I already explained many different ways. But one of the ways that we came to the conclusion is TikTok and social media and all of these apps. We grew up essentially lusting, like looking at girls on Instagram and TikTok and all of that. And literally like placing so much value on them. So all of our lives, we have been building excess potential, building, building, building so much excess potential. So the more and more we watch TikTok, the more and more we like build the girls values on there. Um, the more, the less and less our influence is on the world. So for 17 years, it took me 17 years to get on self-improvement for 17 years. I had been reducing my influence on the world. Now, once I got on self-improvement and I'm trying to become a millionaire, I realized that I have all of this excess potential. Now I didn't realize all this until today. So uh, let me explain, like, don't expect to come to all these epiphanies. These epiphanies that I'm sharing to you guys literally happened that day. And it's the most amazing thing ever. So we realized that for 17 years, we have created so much excess potential. The balancing forces have destroyed our influence in the world. So we have no influence and we have gotten, we've achieved a lot of things. We we're jacked. We're healthy now. But yeah, there's, we've made a lot of progress with no influence on the world. Now we have to figure out how to reduce our influence, like, or not influence, reduce our excess potential so that we can get our influence back. And, and then I remembered reading a piece of text in reality transfer theme, like literally two days ago or yesterday where there's three types of desire. One is desire that gets turned into pure intention through action. And then the second is like desire um, where the object, you just want the object so bad, but you never get it. Like you never act towards it or something like that. I don't remember the second one, but the third one was like the most, the worst you're become dependent on that object. So like, if I can get this, my life will be amazing, but you never ended up getting it that's a dependency. Um, so we realized that, oh, and then also I read before the only way to, so, okay, that, okay. The first desire that I explained, uh, de a strong desire turns into pure intention through action. That is the only desire that actually gets like achieved. Like you, that's the only time where you actually get what you desire. That's where the desire actually gets, like you receive that desire in real life. That's when you manifest it essentially. And in that it said, though, when you create desire, that's just pure excess potential. But the second you take action, all of that excess potential is dissipated and turned into pure intention which pure intention is the only thing required to move towards your goals. So let me connect all the dots. If all of our lives, 17 years, we've been watching TikTok, building up our excess potential. Now we have excess potential and no influence in the world. Now all we need to do is get rid of the excess potential. Plus, while we're getting rid of the excess potential, it will be transformed into pure intention, which is the only thing required to move us towards our goals. So let me connect it. All of our lives, we have been on TikTok, building excess potential. 
Now we have a massive amount of excess potential. So our influence in the world is nothing or very little. So the way to dissipate it is through action, right? So we took action and the way, the way we built our excess potential was by putting girls on pedestals. So we took action by talking to those girls, not the same girls because they weren't on TikTok, but it doesn't matter. We took action by talking to the girls and that turned that part, that piece of excess potential that we were holding on to, it, it transformed it to pure intention, which is the only thing that we need to achieve our goals. So that alone turns into pure intention, which moves us towards our goals. Also, we get the benefit of not having excess potential, or at least not having as much as we did. So then that means that our influence on the world goes up. So then we can have more influence in the world so we can have actually achieve our goals easier. So that's like a double, double sided benefit. So the moral of the story is since we've been building excess potential all our lives through putting girls on pedestals, the only way to alleviate, like dissipate that excess potential is by taking action and talking to girls. Now, literally we had 10 second conversations on average, maybe less. And uh, I literally talked to a 12 year old with her mom and I was like, I asked her for her age. And then I was like, oh, my bad. I'm just trying to expand my comfort zone. And then the mom was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Whatever, good for you. Um, so that, good thing I caught that. And then also I asked like a little 27 year old and I asked for her age and I was like, oh, whatever. Could have been a, could have been something, <laughs> just as a joke. But literally, I asked. It does not have to be the person of your age. Like no one cares about anything, especially like no one can stop you from your goals except for yourself. And we were talking about the Me Too movement. Like my friend was like, it's hard because of the Me Too. Like people, it's hard because it's not like normal anymore to cold approach girls. And then I was like, well, that's just a pendulum. That is, it, the pendulum cannot affect your goals. You can choose to let the pendulum affect you and not take action, or you can just take action, disregard the pendulum. Man, that was a huge episode. I cannot believe that was, let me just write down all the stuff. Um, high excess potential turn low oh yeah also last episode i told you guys that i was going to add benchmark like bookmarks like timestamps. and to be honest i finished recording that episode like really close to bedtime i was cutting it really short and when i went to add the benchmark or bookmark i couldn't understand it the first glance so i just gave up i literally looked at it for two seconds and then gave up so sorry about that I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out another day because today is another day where I'm cutting it short because we were there so long. Oh my gosh. I, I almost forgot another story to tell you. Sorry. Um, I thought someone opened my door. I don't, I still don't like talking around my, my family, like on the podcast, but let me tell you this. All right, high excess potential turn low. I'm trying to write down all the lessons. And then uh, gain influence back. Okay. All right, now I'm going to tell you this. First client. So four days, or I don't know how much days go, but... I, before today, I went to four different shops in person to try and get my first client to help them out for free. And I was really shy, nervous every single time. The first time was 100% fear. The second time was 50. Third time was like 30. And then the fourth time was like 20. Now, so it was getting easier and easier. But I realized that like I said earlier today, my comfort zone was holding me back. So then I, we went to the mall, asked for a bunch of girls' numbers, all rejected except for one. Sadly, my friend didn't get any numbers. 
but that doesn't really matter because we both expanded our comfort zone crazy amounts. Especially since he told me a story of last summer, he did the same thing at, that we just did today at Six Flags with his other friends. And he was like, oh, and 70. He literally walked by 70 girls and did not even approach any of them, not a single one. So the fact that we both and him especially approached and talked to like more than 10 each, 10 girls each, is huge in one day, literally huge. But that said, after we both did that, we were both on highs. Like, super, we were both high on dopamine. Like, we just did a crazy difficult thing. Mentally difficult, not physically. So, he dropped me off at my home. He went back home. And I was like, okay, I still have to do my daily task for business that I promised everyone I would do. Um, and it was like 4 o'clock at this point. Usually, I'm done with the podcast at 4 o'clock. Or it was like three at three thirty. I don't even know what time. It was really late. Cause I go to bed at six thirty, so it's late for me. And right now it's four thirty, so I'm I gotta get done soon. But besides that point, literally, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this because I want to get to bed soon. So, but then I was like, dude, come on, bro. I'll stay up late one day, and I I'm not even gonna have to stay up late. I'm telling you right now, I'm not gonna have to stay up late. And I went to the first shop that I went to, number one, when I went 100% fear. And I went back for the fifth time. And if you listen to my framework, the fifth time is when it's easy. Now, maybe the fifth time is easy, but not like a breeze. But it's easy to where you don't have to really think that much about it. Now, since I, that was the fifth time, plus I had just gotten a girl's number. So my comfort zone was expanded so much already. So I had that advantage as well. I went back to the first shop, the flower shop that I got, I went to, and I didn't get rejected. She wrote down my number, but she never like texted me. So I count that as a rejection, but I went back and I was like, all right, I realized that I had to... I did a bad job explaining, so I literally sat, sat there for maybe 20 minutes explaining to her exactly what I was going to do, and every all the, mapped out the plan, and she was in on it, like she, I, and I was actually comfortable. I was in the zone when I was with her, and like five days ago, when I did the first time, I, it was like the death of me. I was so scared. I wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. I was only there for like a minute. So then I went back, tried again, and this time she gave me her personal phone number. So she's seriously in on it. And she told me like all the products that we like mapped out the products for the funnel and everything. So it's huge. It is looking good. It is a turning point right now. And today's Tuesday. School starts in seven days. Next Tuesday is my first day of school. And I'm looking looking like I'm getting there. I'm like going to start. I'm going to work really hard on her funnel so I can get it like working like really well. And then we're going to... That's like it, honestly. Man, future is looking awesome. And then, all right, so let me tell you that. Let me write that down first, though. Okay, when I left that place, I was so happy. I was the happiest I've ever been. And I was just smiling the whole way home. And usually I don't. Sometimes I like nod to people to say hello, but today I literally said good afternoon to every single person that I passed by. I was just so happy. I'm smiling. Nothing like this is awesome. I'm on the right track and man, I'm going to be there. I really know that I can, I know that I can get to 
Florida next month on the 27th of September. Today is the 8th of August. And I know that soon I'll be able to get to Hawaii and surf or wherever I choose to live to, to practice surfing. So I told him, and then when I got home, I told my dad, that was awesome. And I'm going to tell my mom after this podcast, she's just on a call right now for work. Life is looking great. I'm actually so happy. And it's awesome because literally like two years ago, I was miserable. Maybe not even two years ago, maybe less. I'm so happy, bro. Like expanding your comfort zone is the hardest thing to do in the moment. But it is the best thing. Like I actually feel like I'm starting to become a man. Like all throughout summer, literally a week ago, I felt, I thought I was a man. I thought I was getting to become a man, but I was definitely a boy. I was like not even a boy. I was like demasculine. It was not, even though I was jacked and I had like all the manly features, my confidence and social was really low, literally seven days ago. And now, now I feel like I can, like even during school last year, I got so much anxiety around people. I would only get used to it after a couple of days and then it would start to lower down. But this, this year is going to be different. I, I already know that I'm so much more comfortable around people. Man, this is awesome. And today is Tuesday. We did that. I'm going to keep working on business for the rest of the week. And on Friday, we're going to go back. We're going to go back to the mall on Friday and ask for more girls' numbers and try and get more. Man, this is awesome. This is awesome. All right, so here's my my five-step framework to five. All right, I'm going to write it down. Five-step framework. I've been developing this framework. I didn't realize I was developing this framework for the past week, but today when I was talking to my dad before this episode, I realized that I just developed a framework, a five-step framework to increase your influence uh, on the world to achieve your goals. I'm not sure if I'll actually call it that when I, uh, if I ever sell it. Because it will take a lot to pre-frame a cold or warm audience to teach all of the concepts of transurfing. So I might just say five-step five step or five-day framework to transform your life or to get past a plateau or I don't know. But essentially, the five-step framework is day one. It depends on your comfort level. If you were where I was seven days ago, day, day one would just be emailing people. Email five people. And then you can do one email a day, depending on how comfortable you are. But once it gets too easy, the next day, cold call those same people or different people. You can cold call businesses. It does not, you don't have to do it for business. You can literally just do it for your personal growth, like expanding your comfort zone. And just be like, hey, I have a business opportunity. Or try and like figure out some script to say to them. And then you figure out some script. And then if they actually accept it and you can't provide, just say, Hey, I'm so sorry, but this call was actually meant to expand my comfort zone. So I actually can't provide. And then just end the call. So then do calls every day until you're, those are too easy, too comfortable. 
and then go in person. And also during the calls and in person, don't use scripts. Just cold call them. Like go in cold. Don't use a script. Don't don't have a plan. Because you'll get the most growth if you don't have a plan. That's what I did. And so then when you go in person, you'll want to, this will probably be the most difficult. So you'll do it once a day. Go to a brand new shop once a day. And then if they accept, which they probably won't, but if they accept, just say, hey, sorry, this was just meant to expand my comfort zone. I cannot provide. And then just go on with your life. But do that once a day. And literally today was my fifth day. And this is how much success I've gotten. I didn't do once a day for cold calling. I, I probably cold called like two over two days of like five or six people. That got really easy really quick. But it, in the beginning, it was really hard. But my framework, here's my actual five-step framework. When you're doing something uncomfortable, mentally uncomfortable, the first time you do it, it will be at 100% difficulty. You will be 100% fear, 100% anxiety, everything 100%. Like You will not want to do it at all. But then once you do it, all of that excess potential will dissipate. So then it will be 50% fear, anxiety, which kind of relates to 50% excess potential. I kind of just made that connection. So in the beginning, you have 100% excess potential, fear, anxiety, all of the above. And then the second time you go in, 50%. So it's nearly, not nearly as hard. And then the third time you go in, 25%. And then the fourth time, 20% or 15% or 10%, doesn't matter. It's just estimates. I'm just trying to give you a general idea. And then the last time, five times is all it takes. And you basically dissipate all of the excess potential. Maybe there's like 5% left, but that's not noticeable. And then it'll be easier to do. So then you can do it without building up all this willpower next time. And then over time, as you just keep doing it and it just becomes natural, you it's in your comfort zone and then it becomes 0% excess potential. And that's one area of your life where excess potential is dissipated and that's one area of your life where you have influence back. I just made that connection again, a new connection. All of our areas in life that we're uncomfortable about changing is just because we have 100% fear, 100% anxiety, 100% excess potential. But the second we ch uh, make one change, and honestly, I was going into the first businesses, maybe 10 seconds. I literally said, hey, I have business opportunity. Can I help you? And then literally most of the time it's just an employee and they're just like, okay, email, the, email my boss. And then I left, like literally 10 seconds of discomfort, e really simple. And then when I was today, when I was asking for girls numbers, literally less than, less than a minute, usually like 10 seconds. And yeah, I think the longest one was a minute and that's because I actually got her number. Most of them were like less than 10 seconds, maybe, maybe 10, maybe 30. I don't know. Felt like forever. Don't get me wrong. But in reality, it was probably like 10 seconds. Yeah, that is crazy. So, yeah, every area that we're uncomfortable about, it's just because there's a lot of excess potential and we have an opportunity because we're trapped. All we have to do is go the first time and then half of it is taken down. And then we get 50% of our influence back. And then it just gets easier and easier and easier to take the rest off. So the first one is the hardest, but you get the most reward off the first one. Man, this episode is definitely my best episode. Episode 14 and this episode are amazing. Episode 20, I think this is. I'm getting there. So in the beginning, I posted, I actually recorded 14 episodes before I started posting online. So actually, this is like my ep my 34th, 34th, 34th episode that I've ever recorded over 34 days, but I didn't actually start posting until 20 days ago and 20, and I just made new episodes. 
So literally it's only been 34 days and I think that I found my voice. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Russell Brunson said that in his book, it's around like 40, I think, maybe 50, maybe 30. I don't know. I think I'm around that point where I found my voice and I've given you guys so much value. Like this podcast, I I actually wish that I had this podcast when I was first starting off. A lot of these concepts are really complicated and I get that, like excess potential. I If I just heard that in the podcast, I would have no idea. The only reason why I can explain it so well and is because one, I read it, two, I studied it, rally transfer fan I'm talking about. I, I read that book one time through and then I, after like two months maybe of not reading it, I went back and started rereading it again and then I studied it. And I'm only on page 100 out of 750 on the second read-through, but I've been studying it. I've been reading, like, the last couple of days, I read maybe for 30 minutes total, like, 30 minutes each day. And each day, I got through, like, three pages. So, like, I'm really studying it and writing out a lot of notes. I actually bought a separate journal for notes. And I'm rereading those notes every day as well. So, it's, studying is really helping me mold my brain and also while I'm studying it it's molding my brain and I'm also seeing it in real life so I'm getting those connections in real life plus I'm applying it we started climbing trees which we talked about transurfing and connected that to transurfing and then we I started expanding my comfort zone and then it wasn't until I started going in person to businesses to where I realized that this is transurfing as well well, actually, it wasn't until today when I realized that it was actually transurfing. Today, when we were walking to the car, after I got my num- that number, I was like, this is, this is transurfing. That's when I made the connection that taking action will actually increase our influence on the world and destroy our excess potential. Let me get some water. Okay, so now, okay, that was huge. Now, I'm going to write down reduce excess potential. And then I'm also going to write down pine pollens, pine pollen, testosterone. So, I started taking pine pollen yesterday. I'm not sure if I've experienced effects, but this morning my wood, my morning wood was a little bit stronger. So that's good. And that was only the first day. I've been mega dosing. So yesterday I took two mega doses, one right when it came and then one right before bed. Today I took one mega dose in the morning. I'm going to take a mega dose right after this podcast, right before bed. And over the next couple of days or weeks, I'll let you guys know about any progress. My birthday, when I turn 18, is in one month and 11 days, September 17th. And this is awesome. We go to Florida, September 27th. And I'm really looking forward to the future. You guys, if you guys were at the stage where I was, where I was like, ah, do I really want to get on self-improvement? Or when I was like struggling with self-improvement, just pick one person to listen to and and only listen to that podcast and do everything they say. So if I were you and you're just starting listen to my previous podcast and you will hear like the sips six steps um and then also just keep moving forward because i had a friend who was kind of on self-improvement who was in a similar situation where i was we went to the gym both of us consistently and we both started like 
getting into self-improvement habits like meditation but the difference between me and him, I kept moving forward through all the struggles through all the failures and he stopped and one year later I mean I don't want to compare but I'm definitely way better off so you guys do not make the same uh, mistake my friend did just keep pushing forward it's if it doesn't feel like it's gonna be worth it now it will be worth it in one month 10 days it'll be worth it in like all it will be worth it trust me even in one year the time is already gonna go on so you might as well go on with it and improve yourself and not let time go on against you and with that to wrap things up don't forget to download your favorite episodes and subscribe to the ascend momentum show but before you guys leave Make sure to remember the Eagles.